Hello everybody, I hope that you are doing well and welcome to another podcast episode with myself and Jan and we are Smart Self Growth. We hope that you enjoy this episode and if you do, please smash the like button on Facebook. So today we're looking at emotional intelligence. What is it? What do we need to look at to develop emotional intelligence or be more emotionally intelligent? So because we live on planet Earth, we encounter people every single day of our lives and that will involve emotions almost all the time when you're speaking to someone i think it's safe to say that the average person would like to be as good as possible communicating verbally and non-verbally and the best way to do that is to understand what someone is trying to tell you literally and emotionally science calls it emotional intelligence or eq so today we're going to talk about emotional intelligence and why it's important for us to improve or adapt it as a skill. Emotional intelligence is built upon five pillars, and they are the following. Self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship management, and motivation. Let's look at the first one, which is self-awareness. What do we know about self-awareness? We know we've done a podcast based on meditation and self-awareness. You're welcome to check that out if you haven't listened to it. It is still available, and you can find it on our Facebook Self-awareness. Let's touch on that again, Jan. Yeah, self-awareness is knowing your emotions and feelings and not being controlled by them. In other words, you're talking about emotional regulation or not? Not necessarily emotional regulation, more just awareness of the emotions. So it's like you can feel there's certain emotions arising and you don't necessarily act emotionally. You just observe it and then you treat it in a rational kind of way. Okay, so to clarify for our listeners, emotional regulation is more so responding to the actual emotional feeling and the self-awareness is just being aware of your emotions and feeling the actual emotion. Yeah, that's right. So you're not driven by your emotions because you can't control them. You're just observing them. And we found that meditation helps with becoming more mindful and more self-aware. So if you're looking for a way to practice self-awareness, you can certainly take on meditation. Yeah, Morris, and with meditation comes the following things that you can experience while your emotions and feelings flow through your mind. You can ask yourself the question, are your emotions accompanied by physical sensations or do you experience individual feelings and emotions? And are some of these feelings very intense and can you pay attention to these emotions? So in other words, practicing mindfulness purposefully, forcing yourself into the present moment. Great, pretty straightforward. Self-management. We look at things like emotional control, very important part of your emotional maturity. Controlling your feelings, it's obviously a key skill. Being goal-orientated, being able to work towards your goals, being self-motivated, showing resilience and the ability to change course when you need to, being optimistic, having a positive outlook, hoping for the best and preparing for success. So what we learn from self-management is that emotional control is probably the most important because it makes it easier for you to set goals, motivate yourself, be resilient, be optimistic and so forth because you just know how to regulate your emotions properly. Yeah, cool. Up next is social awareness. It's the non-verbal cues that we come in contact with every day and that's where we share empathy and compassion. You know, reading someone's body language to see if they are angry or sad, happy or whatever, you know, having good listening skills, the ability to explain yourself well and being aware of how you are being understood. Now, when you pay attention to other people, you actually become more aware of your own emotional state 
as well. Yeah, so it, it's very cool. So it's almost like a mirroring effect. Yeah, that's right. Okay. When we think about relationship management, which is the next one up, we think about the relationship between you and everyone you interact with. Maturity levels come to mind. Being able to use insight, mutuality, and emotional regulation when you are interacting with those people. So at work, this might affect your ability to influence people, how you work with them in a team, and even maybe exercise leadership or maybe delegating tasks, etc. Yeah, and also high moral values is also a big part of relationship management. You know, having these strong social skills make you a good team player and you'd rather focus on helping others develop and shine. And of course, when we talk about relationships, you also bear in mind how to be compassionate and empathetic. Last but not least, motivation. People with a high EI, emotional intelligence, are willing to defer immediate results for long-term success. They are highly productive, love challenges, and are effective in whatever they do. So motivation forms part of self-management, but it stands as a pillar on its own because a person with high emotional intelligence has the ability to motivate not only themselves, but others as well. Thanks, Marius. And that brings us to the end of this episode. Yes, thank you so much. And if you like this episode, please leave us a like on Facebook. We also added a link down below for a emotional intelligence quiz. So check that out, click it, do it just for fun. Enjoy. Cheers.